0: This podcast is brought to you by absolutely no one in collaboration with just us. Welcome to Ardour Hour, a place in between business and life where nothing is faux pas, except for the phrase faux pas. Prepare to be underwhelmed and entertained. So this episode, we're going to talk about business partnership because it's where Roots and order began, and it's a hot topic that I think a lot of people wonder about and ponder about, and there's no real answer, but we certainly have our own experience that we can share and are happy to share.
1: We certainly do, Sam. We have our own experience because we became partners three and a half years ago. We are
0: tied up in court right now, but honestly, it's all good.
1: But no, in all seriousness, we met as friends and we kind of created this friendship out of, you know, just mutual respect for each other. And then we created this business because we were both each other's biggest fans. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been really interesting to see the way that it's unfolded over the last, you know, three and a half years because we really are a match made in business partner heaven. I will honestly
0: say that. Should we I completely agree. Should we (laughs) talk about how yes. (laughs) Should we talk about how we how we met? Yeah, we should. There was a charcuterie board involved. Oh, my God. And Hannah doesn't want to remember this. I really don't. it's true. I try to block it out of memory. so I saw this beautiful woman from across the room. And it was like, lady in red. The music was playing. And uh, then somebody to the side of us said, do you mind picking up that charcuterie board? And it was literally 800 pounds. To give this some context, we had both volunteered for a charity event that was near and dear to our hearts. Mm -hmm. And Hannah was doing the video. And I was, well, I thought doing the social media, but in fact, I was more so carrying the charcuterie board, and this charcuterie board was—think of a maybe four-foot. Think of a dead body. Yeah, think of a dead
1: body or a four-foot coffee table, and then make it into a charcuterie board, and then load it up with a bunch of delicious meat and cheese. Just kind of s- gross in the context of a dead body. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm we sorry about we that. We shouldn't make that association. But Sam and I were in charge of carrying this dead body charcuterie board around the table serving this group of people that were here for this charity event when Sam and I thought we were guests (laughs) I literally thought I was a guest
0: each individual guest was served something from the charcuterie and so we had to go around like about 30 times and put this like lower an 80 pound charcuterie board down to the table which should have been on a pulley or a levy but it wasn't it was on Hannah and I's biceps I felt like Which Arnold, are unimpressive. I felt like Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger <laughs> after a really hot session at Venice Beach <laughs> after that
0: event. I kept looking across at this blonde thinking, oh my God, like what is she thinking? Like, Is this okay? Um, will we get a pay stub? And, you know, how, are, how is her bicep feeling? Because it looks in pain. So later I will, I'll never forget it. Hannah came up to me, like, at the entrance of the door and was like, we should hang out sometime. And I was like, yeah, we should. I literally hit on you. Yeah, (laughs) you did. It was like being in the gulag together. You know, it's (laughs) like we just emerged from the gulag and we're like, we should hang out or get a drink sometime. It was one of those
1: awkward things. It was, like, (laughs) it was before Bumble. It was before all these, like, you know, mentoring, Mm -hmm. you know, friendships. Before we created our own program called Mentorship. Literally. And so I was just, like, I'm going to go for it. I, like, Mm -hmm. worked myself up in the bathroom. I was, like, I'm going to ask this girl out. I'm going to ask her out. Yeah. And, yeah, I literally was, like, I think this girl is so rad. And I also thought you were really smart. Thank you. That was a big thing. So which leads us maybe into our first lesson of picking a good business partner is, find someone that you respect and that you have that you know kind of mutual respect for Mm -hmm. because from day one I really respected you and I thought you were absolutely brilliant and I I was really I was excited to talk to you about ideas and creations and things like that even as friends Mm -hmm. and then it sort of you know formed into Mm -hmm. a business relationship
0: and I mean you know feel free to Push mute or whatever you need to do, but I was totally in, in awe of Hannah as well because obviously she is this beautiful person. Oh God! And she works really hard, and she's everywhere, and she everyone knows her, and <laughs> she has this amazing personality. That I've like been around 10. transcends and cuts through every kind of demographic and connects with everybody. Like anyone you know will be like, Oh my God, Hannah! She's so lovely, and it's so true. And Hannah was honestly like the catalyst. I love that word catalyst that started Roots and Ardor because it's the it's the little agent that you can't know anything about that gets dropped in something and starts to change. And Hannah was that person who came in and said, Hey, we need to do something because our strengths complement one another. And she saw it. She had the vision before I did about where we could go and what we could do. And she pushed me off that ledge. And I'm like eternally grateful to her because I did not expect that push to come from that package. Yeah. You know? I kind of caught you completely off guard. You did. Yeah. I thought, who's this hot blonde? <laughs> and she's pushing me off the ledge. And she's saying, you can do better. And that's really what you said to me. That, that is. And I, yeah, yeah I mean, I,
1: I had thought about this opportunity to create something really cool with content. And that, oh, okay, wait, we're going to diverge for a second. And another thing that makes great business partners. No, you need to hear the sound of this. This is what this is. We love wine. We do. And finding a mutual <laughs> ground on alcohol is very important. Because if you did not like wine as much mm-hmm. as I did. I don't think this relationship would work. you're an
0: evangelist, it wouldn't be good, (laughs) honestly. Can we cheers? Cheers.
1: But no, going back to that original point, I I truly saw an amazing opportunity with our two different areas of expertise. Again, I thought you were one of the smartest people I'd ever met in my life, and you were so charismatic, and you were so brilliant. And I really felt like the things that we could create in business would be something that would sort of blaze a trail in, Mm -hmm. in the digital marketing space. And that's exactly what we did. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool to, to really see you want to come on that journey with me because Mm -hmm. I was super intimidated at first when I, when I first kind of came to you and talked to you about it because I thought you were just this brilliant, you know, sort
0: of like, you know, I I thought you were unattainable in a way. Yeah. Well, that thing is that I was solving a Rubik's cube (laughs) as hannah was talking to me and i solved it like four or five times in that conversation that we had because i generally carry a rubik's cube around with me and that's my party trick um and so she was kind of taken aback by it and yeah people often are she was just like solving this rubik's cube and i was just like wow this girl's so smart solving it just with my pinkies and it was i mean it's pretty incredible thing to see if you haven't seen it before but
1: I know, we'll we'll record a video of this afterwards and we'll show like how brilliant Sam is. Um, but no, you can make fun of it all you want because, but I really did see that you had this incredible talent and for telling stories and for writing and I... Well, and vice versa. Well, I don't know about that, but I did have an expertise in video and in film and I really felt like there was a really huge opportunity business-wise and I feel like... We again, it just goes to back to that respect. We both had this mm-hmm. respect for each other in that we we believed in each other, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know I can look back three years later, three and a half years later, and say that's never. That's never faltered. It's for never us. wavered, and so that's another lesson in, in choosing a business partner is that mutual respect, you know, yeah. and and like always believing in that person. And I know it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. and there, there's gonna be moments of highs and lows and peaks and valleys, right? Which man, we have some stories about that. Big ab- ones about you know, you know, because two people coming together, it's like a marriage.
0: It's complex. We really do feel like we're married to one another, honestly. And every day you wake up and you make the choice, just like in marriage, Mm -hmm. right? And you choose to be with one another. And it's work. Yeah. It's total work all the time. Just like marriage, yeah. And like Hannah and I have great times. And I think the thing is, you know, if we were to look back and say, what are these lessons or what are these takeaways from choosing a business partner? Because I know people enter into business and they think, can I do it alone or should I do it with somebody? And... It's really up to that person. It's such a personal choice and, you know, it's completely dependent on a million factors, but I know I, like, could not have been in this industry and in this business without Hannah and vice versa. And we built it together and we built it on the back of one another's strengths and, If we had to identify things, one would be what we were just talking about, respect. Mm -hmm. The respect is so important and it's a challenge. You know, Han and I have have good times and have bad times and we're humans and we're, you know, we're in our late 20s and we're going through changes. And all of those things factor into how we show up for our business every day. Yeah. Because we're, we're pulled in a million different directions. And if you have that mutual respect, no matter what, the
1: the peak and Valley you're gonna say hey I know that they have my best interest in mind mm-hmm. and I because I respect them enough to believe that and you give them the benefit of the doubt and something else that I feel like is so important with a business partner and when you're going into that really major decision because no doubt it is. It's mm-hmm. a marriage. It's a, kind of a lifelong commitment. Yeah. Because, you know, when you go into business, you're like hoping for longevity in whatever you're building. But I think that's something that's really important is understanding the strengths in, in that other person and finding someone that maybe has different strengths than what you do. Yeah. Because that's something that's been huge for us. Your strengths complement mine and mm-hmm. my weaknesses complement yours. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I'm so grateful for mm-hmm. in so many different scenarios that we fall into in business.
0: Totally. You're not looking for your mirror. You're not looking for your human mirror. And so, you know, on a very base level, I am sort of the photography side or the social media side of it, and you're the videography and creative side of it. But at the same time, there's so many sort of subtle little, little strengths and weaknesses that play into another and that make us function really well as business partners that, You can't know until you're almost going through it with one another. For sure. Yeah. And and I do think it
1: is, you know, talking through things Mm -hmm. at the beginning and really figuring out you know, what kind of vision you have is really important, right? Yeah. And I think that we, we were able to do that in some capacities. And maybe if we looked back on it, we would have done that more. But I think as, as a word of advice for, for future business partners is really talking through those visions and really yeah. figuring out what each other envisions for the future and mm-hmm. saying, okay, yes, this is something that I see. This is mm-hmm. something that I envision. And then having that person mm-hmm. having the comfortability to saying, well, maybe I envision something a little bit different. Yeah. and 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 having that sort of camaraderie and understanding because it really is a beautiful thing to have someone that can give you a different perspective and and you not saying, "Oh, well, you're disagreeing with me." No, it's it's something on on the opposite and mm-hmm. it's ref- it's sort of a a mirror in a different way mm-hmm. because it's saying, "Oh, I'm going to look at this in a different way because yeah. this person is giving me that perspective."
0: Yeah. So I think Totally. And so I think it started with that mutual respect and then it morphed into sharing a vision and finding somebody that you could share a vision with that was sort of the meld or like the amalgamation of what you thought for your future and what I thought for my future. Mm-hmm. And then the third step is like that mirroring of strengths where, yeah. you know, you have something different to bring to the table than I, than I do. And that's okay. And that's wonderful because it makes a stronger as the culmination of that. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth thing is the person that you're going to laugh with and cry with. Oh, God. 100%. Because we laugh at everything.
1: We do. And we cry at everything. Yeah. And I f- and sometimes we laugh-cry. Yeah. And we cry and laugh at the same <laughs> time. Laugh-cry is a real thing. Real thing. Real thing. Because you can be just as sad... And just as happy and, you know, trying to... It can be confusing. It can be very confusing, (laughs) especially, you know, we know that as business owners Mm -hmm. and anyone that's been through that in the trenches. But it's something that we would not be where we are right now Mm
0: -hmm. if we did not have the capacity to laugh. So in review, the three things we'd recommend when entering into a business partnership, which is not easy or clear and is very often in a gray area are respect. Have to start there from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Laughter. You have to be able to laugh about things and be self-deprecating and take the highs and lows in stride or else good luck for the next couple of years. Also not take yourself too seriously. Totally. Don't have too much ego about it, honestly, because you, at that point, can't really be partnered with anybody except for yourself if your ego is bigger than the company. And then the third thing would definitely be to find somebody that you have complementary strengths with. And, you know, the flip side of that is complementary weaknesses. We're not good at everything. Um, You know, Hannah and I have talked about previously hiring out things that we're bad at. Like we have a bookkeeper, we have an accountant, and these are luxuries that you get to when you're two or three years old in business and you can actually delegate, you know, delegation is huge, but when you're looking at it, um, you know, from the ground up and you're looking at that person, you're going to spend a lot of time with my God. Um, I'd say find somebody who is all the things
1: that you are not. And, and when you're making these massive business decisions and you're talking about business development and you're talking about the next phase of, you know, an empire and enterprise that you're building, you need to have an understanding that, Things are going to be rocky at some points mm-hmm. because it is in any you relationship. You will need a
0: therapist.
1: You will need a, a mediator at yes. some points. No, we haven't gotten there yet.
0: We haven't gotten there yet. We don't have a mediator, but you have a therapist, right? I do have a therapist. Me too. Oh my god, yeah, I, my he's god. on speed dial. I have two or three. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really believe that you
1: know we can joke about it all day in in aspects of of the lightness of it. But I really do think that respect. And compromise and, you know, finding those complimentary things about a person is really, really important. And mm-hmm. I also think that something that we've left out is gut. Mm. I think that gut is massive. Yeah. And I always had a good gut feeling about you. Mm-hmm. Um And I feel like trusting your gut is such a huge thing in Mm -hmm. business. We could probably do an entire episode on gut in business. Yeah, Because you always have that gut instinct. Do you think so? I I think so. Oh, wow. Oh, 100%. I think that gut is massive. Yeah. And there's been... I've listened to podcasts about it, Mm -hmm. and I think Mark Cuban talks about it a lot. Mm -hmm. He talks about gut and how... You normally can feel an energy yeah, with
0: people. You can sense it. It, gut. It I think an energy kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, they're almost the same thing. I You're think they're almost the same thing. And your read on their energy and where they're going. Absolutely.
1: But I do think that I picked up on an energy from mm-hmm. you, and I feel like I was attracted to your energy again because of you know your your intelligence and all these things that I saw in you. Mm-hmm. But I also had a gut feeling, mm-hmm. and I feel like. Listen to that, mm-hmm. you know, because I the things it's that I the things that I've heard about you know some horror stories that come from business partnerships mm-hmm. and business relationships is often that they felt something at the mm-hmm. beginning and they didn't act on it. Yeah, and so trust your gut.
0: And you know what else? Like I have to add in there, which I agree. So maybe you know the third or fourth element is gut instinct, but then like the fifth must be mm-hmm. letting that other partner live. Oh, hell yeah! Because we have changed so much. So even in three years. Hannah and I have evolved so much as people um, and, and as people who need to go travel and do different things and um, have different philosophies on different topics. And I've never felt like I've come to you and been stifled by, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe in the past, even to Eric grievances, like Festivus for the rest of us, <laughs> You know, you've come to me maybe early in our business and been like, I want to go do this and I'm more like stagnant on it. And I'm like, oh, you shouldn't because I'm so afraid of you to leave the business. And it's so scary for you to go off on your own. And I have a completely different philosophy now Mm -hmm. on that because I really, truly believe like we're stronger when we go off and explore our own selves on different continents and in different places. Because we're going to come back
1: Mm -hmm. in a better head space. Totally. And, you know, as long as they're, again... A, that comes back to me to mm-hmm. respect because yeah. I trust you, and I trust and respect you enough to know that you're gonna bring something back from that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I know you're going to be happy Mm -hmm. because I want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. And again, that's, that again comes back to that because if you care enough and you have enough respect for that person, you want them to be happy no matter what. Right. So when, and I know that we do our best business when we're happy and when our, when we are ourselves. And obviously that's not always going to be the case because there's going to be down days and there's going to be bad weeks and there's going to be bad times in business, which is just a reality of it. But if we can facilitate things and you know inject tools into our business where it can facilitate happiness no matter what
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I know that our business is going to flourish from it and and having that again that mutual respect there I think is huge
0: and I completely agree and it's almost like the philosophy that when you have to go somewhere you have to leave something behind and I don't think that's true anymore I think we can go to a lot of different places and take everything with us because our business is mobile and we're able to do that. Yeah. And it's the whole letting go and and not carrying that with you as cargo, like that kind of guilt that you are leaving something very valuable behind, like we can work from anywhere. And it's amazing that we've sort of built that trust between one another that we can do that now. And And it took a long
1: time. It did take a long time. And I think that like the world that we live in now, and this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, totally generalizing, Mm -hmm. but it is true. Mm -hmm. A lot of businesses now can work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so if you have that work ethic and you have that you know, drive and ambition within you to, to get the job done. As long as the job is getting done, I don't give a heck. Like, I don't give a shit where you are. Yeah. You know? And 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 as long as we, again, have that understanding and that trust with each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this goes to, to you know, our team as well, mm-hmm. right? When you're looking for team members and you're looking for people that you're going to add to your team, you need to have that mutual respect. You need to have, you know, it's kind of a formula that can be sort of implemented on a team as well. Yeah. Right. So obviously we're going to want that mutual respect. Obviously we're going to want to have that trust. We're going to want to believe that these people can do the things that they are hired to do from anywhere. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think work vacations are going to become more and more prevalent and more and more popular as, as businesses grow. And I, I, I hope, and I, truly believe that we can be sort of trailblazers in that way too and and create a world where it doesn't have to be nine to five in the office in that office seat yeah I truly believe that it should be formulated around productivity and the tasks that you have and if they get done it shouldn't matter where you are Mm -hmm. and it goes you know you know Richard Branson is such an advocate for this and talking about who made up the fact that we have to be nine to five and yeah. and, and some f- sick fuck some sick fucker yeah. decided that we need to be <laughs> at the desk for nine from to nine five. to five right yeah. for for eight hours and again yeah I, I mean, we both have those days mm-hmm. where we're grinding and we are working at our desk for that time but then there's other days where I will work four hours in the office and then four hours at night mm-hmm. or six hours in the office and then four yeah. hours a night right and sometimes you're working like 12 hour days or 13 yeah. hour days and 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 that is, is just the epitome of what an entrepreneur is mm-hmm. but I also believe everyone has optimal hours at different times and for you to stifle someone just because someone decided that that structure should be a certain way mm-hmm. is changing I do and I know yeah. that, that is a bit of a different topic than that we're, we're talking changing, about but we
0: share that philosophy for, for sure I think that's the thing with like business partnership does this, exactly. does this lead us to our end? It does. Does this lead us to our conclusion? We're at the
1: end. Our conclusion of episode two of Arter Hour. Arter Hour. Again, only 24 minutes.
0: Which is so great, and you are welcome.
1: You know, people's attention spans are way shorter now. They, they don't are. want to listen to us for a whole hour. I know,
0: i am even bored of us. So, we can't wait to segue into our next episode, which is about the juggle, which is the topic of our next session of mentorship featuring Sean, who's a co founder of Retruvi, because the juggle is real. Well, that concludes this episode
1: of Arter Hour, which isn't actually an hour, it's a half hour, but it just sounds better for the title. We'll see you next time.